welcome everyone. This is the Astro Tarot Show and I'm your celestial host, Serona Rose. We have a lot to talk about and there's just a lot of energy going on. There's a lot of information out there. So I am going to do my best uh, to cover all of the main um, energy influences I feel um, that are very strong. And also do keep in mind that I do extra videos as well on my YouTube. Um, there's just a lot of things that I can't cover all in my short time. So I do try to add the little extra videos in order to explain some more of these um, energetic influences that we might be having. Now, we are coming off the energy of that Aquarius new moon. We have the sun moving into the sign of Aquarius. We have the Aquarius new moon. And then we had the Chinese lunar new year. And this is a lot of energy and it's the year of the rabbit. And I think it, the water rabbit, I think that's correct. Um, but you know, rabbit energy is very, it's very fertile. It's very active and it's very quick. Um, I am a rabbit, so I'm looking forward to reading uh, the uh, Witches Brew magazine. Uh, Melissa Anderson does a wonderful write-up every year regarding the Chinese zodiac, um, what year, um, you know, what year it is. So, for example, for the rabbit, she'll talk about what goes on with the rabbit and for the dragon and so forth and so forth. And I did cover some of that on, I think it was the video before the last, I was talking about some different, um, how it would be for the different um, animals in the Zodiac. So you might want to go um, check out, uh, not this past one, but the, but the one before that. So the Aquarius new moon, we had that um, on the 21st, which is right, and then right after that, we're going to have the, the lunar new year. So this is, and this is a lot of um, a strong energy. This is very strong energy. And, you know, Saturn is, Saturn is in Aquarius at this time. Um, Venus and um, Saturn did, did meet up together. But, you know, Saturn is comfortable uh, in Aquarius. He is, believe it or not. Um, it is a fixed sign. So he is comfortable. But when um, we're going to start shifting the energy from Capricorn to Aquarius. So this is taking us off of our, our personal responsibility. And it's going to start um, highlighting more of our responsibility to... Um, to the community, to our community, to that community that we represent. Um, you know, we are here to be in relationship and we're here to um, have these partnerships and so forth. And, you know, this Aquarius is about that socializing. It's about all. So this is going to be some really good energy. So, uh, and it's great as it's coming into, um, you know, this is a lunar new year and, you know, I, I really feel that too. I, I really feel like the new year is now um, starting to begin. I'm starting to smell the pine sap. So I do feel that Imolk is close. You know, I, I feel this and, and where I live at, of course. Um, and it depends on where you live at. You can have different weather and, and so forth. And um, 
you may not be feeling this as of right now, but I do feel that I feel that stirring within the earth that we get around um, Imok in the beginning of February. And um, I am starting to feel that. So um, Aquarius, I like this energy and, and it's really interesting because I am a um, I'm a uh, Aries rising. So um, Aquarian moon. And this always gets me because right now we have Mars in Gemini, which is really keeping me like um, really, really active mentally. And then we have the moon being Aquarius. Well, this is like that lightning jolt. It's really giving me a lot of energy to do things that I want to do and to, um, you know, do the writing and, and do the research and so forth. And that's something that I feel, and, and I've noticed this lately, is that people don't really know how to research anymore. I, I miss the days of going into the, the library and, and researching, going through encyclopedias, finding books after books and looking for that stuff. Um, that is a process. That is a process that helps us grow and learn. It's a part of that, of learning the mysteries, of of going through, of, of you know, you're trying to learn this, but you figure out this, this, and that along the way. So, um, that is, it, it's a very rewarding thing, I, I feel, rather than just going to YouTube or something like that and having somebody tell you an answer really quick. Go find stuff out for yourself. Go do some research and 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 really take advantage of this Aquarian energy. This is pouring information. So we just have to surrender that ego just enough to allow that energy to come in. We don't know everything. Um, we are humans and we do make mistakes, but we can step back and, you know, let our ego take a, a break and open our mind to learning. Now, for the recap, we had uh, Mars went direct on the 11th or 12th, I think 12th. Then Mercury went direct on the 18th. The sun moved in Aquarius on the 20th. Um, the new moon on the 21st. And then the lunar new year on the 22nd. Now, on the 26th, Venus is moving into Pisces. And this is going to change the um the goddess of love's energy as well in aquarius she's okay in aquarius um you know she she may can take things out of proportion a little bit but she really does like it and believe it or not you know while she is in um aquarius saturn is hosting her and she actually does really good here because she's you know she's thinking about the long run, what is going to be good for the long run? She's looking at her love as in terms for, I'm, I'm here for the long haul, but I want to make sure that this is going to be worth it for me. This is not the energy of, of her, of, um, uh, of the fiery love affairs and, and things like that. This is, um, you know, she's looking at what is, what she can invest herself in that's going to withstand the test of time. Because that's one thing, we don't wanna waste our energy, right? And I understand that there's stepping stones and, and things like that, but when we are looking forward to our future and we, we want to actively co-create our future, we have to actually think about these things and the choices that we make and so forth. 
So in Pisces, when she moves into Pisces, this is tender and loving. Um, she can be very passive here. This is this can be martyr um, energy. You have to be careful here. Um, this is a placement of true empathy, and um, and it can take us into that fantasy of being in love with the idea of love. Okay, so it's it's that whole kind of that fairy tale relationship that is not really um it's not really a reality so much so this energy can be very fickle we have to be careful with that and self-sacrificing is highlighted here so be very careful um this is when lady love comes into pisces this is we are all one kind of energy and this is where we can be very very generous sometimes over generous i did a video not too long ago on my youtube where i was talking about um we need to be careful not to over um extend ourselves to overwhelm ourselves with, with saying yes to everything we have to be very selective at where we are putting our energy because Again, this is a new beginning. This new moon gave us, this is the new year. It's giving us that new energy that is saying, hey, okay, let's move on. Let's leave the past behind us and let's heal. Let's forgive. We have, That new moon was taking us inside, giving us a moment of reflection, allowing us to heal. And check out my videos because I did talk about some placements and uh, Chiron especially. Chiron was involved in this. So Chiron is all about healing the self right now when he is in when he is in um, Aries. Also, as Venus is going through Pisces, watch your pocketbooks. This is a good time to overspend. So be careful with that. Um, and remember to always check in with yourself, make sure that you're grounded and don't be lost in the idea. Okay. Don't get yourself so lost in this, this illusion of Hollywood, so to speak. Make sure you come back down to reality. Um, this is a very creative energy and it's very artistic. So one of the good things for this time is putting our feelings into art into writing, into anything, you know, many people think, oh, art is just drawing and painting. No, there's many forms of art. Uh, you know, you can paint, you can write, you can also draw, you can also, um, uh, you can crochet, you can, um, you know, make the resin stuff, all of this cool stuff, make some jewelry. Um, so it is, you know, it's make some music, dance, you know, be, get into that artistic, creative flow. So that's going to be really good. Now she's exalted here. So this means that she is, she's going to be, she's going to be taken care of very well in this sign. So, um, this can, um, this can allow, this can allow the energy to, let us surrender enough and become vulnerable vulnerable enough to have true intimacy. And that is what, you know, she really wants there. She wants the depth, you know, in, in when she was visiting Capricorn, she's like, I want this. I want the long haul. 
But when we get in Pisces, she's like, I want to go deeper. I want that soul connection. It has to be more than just, um, you know, physically, um, physically stable, physically secure. Um, you know, it, it's got to be a little bit more than that. It has to be all of that. It has to, um, be, uh, it has to be, you know, she needs to be in a relationship with her, with a partner that is empathic with her and can, and can, you know, pick up those feelings and so forth. That sounds like a lot, but if we are walking this path of spirituality and we are working with our chakras and we are learning to tap into ourselves and to really feel how we feel, then this shouldn't be a problem. So, you know, it depends on what you want, depends on where you're going, is it's looking beyond the surface. So on the 24th, the sun sextiles Jupiter, and this is great energy because this has given us that optimistic energy that we're needing. Um, you know, we're coming off the past two and a half years has been really stressful. It's been, um, there's just been a lot of stress that has been pumped into our, our world um, both, you know, if stress, fear, all of that. And it's to the point where it was needlessly done. Uh, you know, there is precautions to take, but there is also a limit. And, you know, there is a such thing as taking that too far. And when we are so consumed in living in that survival mode, we can forget how to live life and forget why we came here. Um, so this is, this placement is really helping us, um, you know, have hope for the future. It's helping us to um, get some insight about, you know, um, a, a bigger picture that's happening. Jupiter is, <clears throat> excuse me, in Aries. So, this is going forward. He's ready to go forth. He's ready to give that pioneer warrior all the energy that he needs in order to grow and um, to and to expand. And, you know, with the sun in Aquarius, well, that's just saying that, you know, it's time to go forward. Aquarius is the visionary, is the forward thinker. So it's about doing something that is not of the norm, that is, you know, should be better. It should be better. So, and better for all. Because remember, Aquarius is about uh, the people. It's about society. On the 26th, the moon moves in Aries as well. So, um, this is a new emotional cycle that we're coming into. Um, and it will be conjunct uh, Jupiter. So, that will also help reactivate the sun and Jupiter sextile that we had back on the 24th. And that is going to allow us to open our future for growth and um, but we have to really watch our impulse, our impulses when we have our um, emotions getting fired up. And when we have the planet of expansion in Aries, <laughs> we have to really, really be careful. So um, watch your impulses. Sometimes, you know, use discernment, use discernment, use discernment. That's that's my favorite word, discernment. Um, then the moon is going to catch up to Chiron. So we're going to go through um, maybe something, a wound from our past 
coming back up that you will that'll be triggered something will trigger it bring it back up um this is giving us the opportunity to heal and forgive and this is very important as we move forward is to heal and you know to forgive um you know a lot of people can do things that you may think that you can't forgive them for and you know it's not really about forgiving them so much as forgiving yourself uh, we hold ourselves accountable for so many things that that we should just learn how to relax a little bit on. Uh, when things happen to us, uh, we always go by, well, if I would have done this, if I would have done that, if I would, you know, would have, should have, could have, but didn't. But so here we are. So now it's time to learn what what is the lesson here? What am I supposed to learn from that experience? And then, okay, you have to learn how to see these bigger pictures here. Um, it can be hard for some things, and, and maybe there's just no going there. Everyone has their own unique situation. So we do what we can, and when we know how to do better, we do better. Now, on the 27th, things, um, things quieten down a little bit. Uh, Mercury is going to square Chiron. Um, and this is um, going to have to learn how to open up um, new ways of communicating on a healthier way. And, and this can go, with Chiron being in Aries, this could go to the self as well. This could look at ways that we communicate with ourselves. Um, you know, it, it's so funny because when we look on... We look at our world now, there's so many different ways to communicate, yet there's so many people who do who fail to know how to communicate. You know, the simple act of writing a letter is one of those things, like a real snail mail letter, uh, is one of those things that many people do not know how to do, especially if you go in to write a business letter versus writing a personal letter and, and so forth, or uh, writing a letter to check in. Um, those kind of things are, are being lost with technology, and unfortunately, it's losing a lot of the depth of communication as well. Um, you know, people want the shortness. They're, they, they want it now, instantaneous, and writing in code and so forth. And, you know, it's just the art of communication. It's one of those... Um, that's that's one of those arts that we do need to bring back. So now that while um, Venus is in Pisces, maybe that's one thing we can bring back is the art of communication and actually talking to people and not talking at one another. Um, now, let's see here. So also be careful about pushing forward so fast. This can be very... Um, this could be very uh, um, important with Mercury square Chiron. It's you may not be ready to move past something so fast. So slow down. You know, just because you need to heal doesn't mean you need to heal in five seconds. Um, you know, many things happen um, to us. So slow down. Um, there is still an impulsive energy here. So... And, and maybe that's one thing we can do as well is stop being so fast. You know, when it comes to when we study how, um, how women in men's bodies, how their hormones react to different things such as stress, 
it's quite amazing how men's body, because of testosterone, um, the amount of testosterone and, and how the cortisol works, how that kind of feeds them. But for women, that kind of, it, it, it does worse. It creates um, stress in their body and actually uh, gets them to hold on to weight, that sort of thing. So um, we have to understand who we are and our limitations and, and um, <clears throat> again, slow down. Now the 29th, Sun will trine Mars and Mercury will trine Uranus. So this is going to be felt. Um, we'll feel this energy beginning Friday. And as this goes on, um, when, it, when it gets on Sunday the 29th, um, it's going to be pretty strong. So the Sun in Aquarius is trining Mars and Gemini. And this is um, a wonderful mixture of, of, of air here. This is great motivation. Um, this is wanting us to get up and do something. It's given us, you know, it's almost like, yeah, can we kind of, we feel this, the, we feel the electric energy of Aquarius. And it's, it's shocking our feet and making us want to move, right? So it wants us to get up and do things. Um, be active, um, get that energy moving in our bodies. Uh, Mercury trine Uranus is breakthrough ideas. So, um, and it, that can be a really good time to connect the dots. So in this pattern, we're getting up and doing things. We're connecting the dots and we're making things happen. Um, mental breakthroughs uh, are very highlighted. Use discernment too. Again, don't go too fast. Don't go too far too fast. Um, you know, just because you can do something doesn't really necessarily mean that you should. You know, that's one thing that we have to learn. I mean, we are very, very inquisitive. That's why discernment is needed. We have to look at the consequences of our actions. And we do have consequences to actions, um, whether they be good or bad, you know. Um, but that is, that is just how you know, our 3D world works. Uh, we should be very adaptable during this, this week. Um, you know, there's a lot of changing energy. There's a lot of shifts. So um, there's a lot of information that should be coming out. Um, we need to look for the useful and practical information. Also, um, if you have any ideas, anything like that, make sure that you notate it. Make sure that you are writing in your journal and you're keeping up with yourself because um, as quickly as these ideas can come in, they can go out. So you'll want to, this is fast moving energy. Air is fast moving. And, you know, um, with, this, with this combination, um, we have to really be able to... Um, Go with it. Go with this flow. So make sure that you are keeping a journal. You're writing your ideas down. You're writing your dreams down. Those sort of things. Um, you know, it's it's this energy is very creative, and that's what it wants to do. Now on the evening, um, the twenty seventh, the moon in moves into Taurus, which can um, aid in stabilizing some of this energy, but it will be moving toward. Uh, Uranus. So by the 28th, the moon is going to be conjuncting Uranus and um, 
this is going to intensify that energy. Uranus energy is, is shock and awe. It's like, um, again, the tower card. I always think of the tower card, that lightning bolt that shocks, that is hitting the top of the tower and knocking off the crown. It's something that, um, it can be mind-blowing, literally. Um, something that happens that, that makes you see something, that makes you aware of something that you might have been overlooking. If things need to be said or talked about, um, this is really a good time to do that. Mercury is direct uh, at this time. Um, you know, Mercury is direct, so we do need to move forward. Um, all the planets are going direct, so this is a good time to go forward. Sure, we are still in Mercury shadow, but just slow down. Don't go too fast and make sure everybody is on the same page when communicating. Um, so this is a really good energy to, to work things out. Um, the moon goes, um, the moon will also, uh, trine Pluto and that is also going to verify what we're feeling instinctual, what, what our um, instincts are telling us, what our intuition is telling us, and so forth. Um, you know, it's, it's really tapping us into our power. This is your personal power, your intuition. Um, and when Venus is in Pisces, she's, she's able to be vulnerable enough to open herself up. Water is a wonderful uh, conduit of, of energy. So think about that. Um, the 30th, the moon moves into Gemini. And this energy will lighten things up a little bit. It's a shift. Um, so this is actually shifting the energy that's going to help us uh, figure, uh, figure out some things. It's going to let some things settle down. Um, we are coming through out of these major squares and conjunctions that we've been dealing with. In the United States, we're dealing with our Pluto return. So this is a lot of a lot of shift energy that we have been working with. And sometimes things just need to settle. They need to settle in our mind. We need to process, right? Um, that's new moons are wonderful for reflection and processing. So I hope you did that because... <laughs> You know, well, this is a new one, but, you know, we're coming up. We're getting ready to, you know, we're after the new moon. So we are waxing. The moon is growing. And um, we will be getting some of that. When the moon goes into Gemini, we will be getting extra energy um, that will give us extra momentum to move forward. On the 31st, again, that's it's, it's a relatively quiet day. Um, the end of January is kind of, I mean, there's some stuff going on, but it, it's almost like it, it's a settling. There's like subtle, um, aspects that we're having. So it's kind of like helping us realize and helping us settle. Um, so, uh, the moon will square Neptune on the 31st and that's on, um, um, that is on a Tuesday. Make sure that you write your dreams down around that time. Um, the moon usually spends like a day and a half in, in a sun. So when the moon moves into Neptune, this is really, really dreamy energy. 
Um, you can do, if you want to do dream work, if you do that sort of thing. So that would be a good time to do that. You know, um, there are things that are very much changing and um, happening and whatnot. And it's, it's going to be very, very important for us to um, find the stability within ourselves and listen to our own intuition. Uh, we're having to redefine a few things. Maybe those things that, you know, we're having to let go of. Um, because with this, it's like, you know, we can't carry on going forward with things from our past that don't fit into the future that we want. There's certain things, and it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that, you know, this energy is different from what it was a year ago today. You know, this energy today is different from a year ago. We can't go back that. We can't do that. We have to keep going forward. We can learn from that, sure, and remember and, and grab those lessons. But in order for us to go forward, we really have to let go those limited ways and, and, and the self-destructive ways that we did. We have to release that. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, some of the things that we need to live behind aren't exactly bad, but they just don't fit anymore. Um, so, you know, February is bringing us some fresh energy. Um, so things are beginning to move forward. They're beginning to go. It's just like, okay, we're getting out of this clog. So it is kind of like we're clearing out these, this, this energy tube, so to speak, and we're getting the clutter out. So things are going to be moving forward on the first. I really want to touch into this because a lot of people, um, you know, with the Greek, with the Greek pantheon, that is not one of those pantheons that I'm, I'm really, really into. Um, although it is part of, you know, my, maybe, you know, part of my DNA, it's not really what I am pulled to. So with this, I want to start including some information about, um, the, the planets and, and the, the Greek pantheon and, and so forth about these gods and goddesses. Uh, and I want to talk about them a little bit so we can understand what, what they mean when they're having a placement. So riding on the 1st of February, we have Jupiter, Juno, and Chiron that meet up in Aries. And this is really important because if you don't know, oh, well, Juno, for example, Juno is the goddess of marriage and uh, she is the protector of women. Um, she is also said to be a goddess of childbirth as well. Um, and her location in the chart, in your birth chart, um, it will explain what kind of partner that you're looking for, your your love, in, in your love interest, what kind of, of um, partner you want to, to go and live your life with. It's what you look for in a partner, so to speak. So, but the biggest thing here is that Juno is Jupiter's wife. Now, although he was very, um, he got around a lot, she was very, uh, she kept to him. She was very loyal to him and she was devoted to him. So he had, Jupiter had numerous affairs, 
but she kept her, she kept who she was. She didn't allow his actions to go against her beliefs. So she, in her marriage, she was a goddess of marriage. So she was devoted to her marriage. She was loving and supporting to her husband. But here, as she is meeting up with Chiron um, in Aries, she's examining all, she's examining her relationships. And she's seeing where she is valued and where she is not valued. So this changes that a little bit. That is, it's, it's not it, it, saying that, and it goes back to what I talked about before. You don't have to, just because you don't agree with how someone else lives, doesn't mean that you have to condemn it. You don't have to judge it. But you also don't have to condone it either. If it's not bothering you, and it's not hurting you, and it's not hurting anyone else, and everyone is consenting adults, then you need to leave your leave yourself out of it. We have to step out of that self-righteousness that we have found ourselves into and that, oh, that is a part of that older energy, self-righteousness. And there's a lot of people that are self-righteous that think they are the ones that know how to do everything and that everybody else is just, you know, beneath them. So Juno is looking at all the relationships she is also seeing where she is valued and where she is not valued. Now, Juno in this placement can also, um, there can also be some jealousy flare-ups. There can be some kind of um, jealousy tendencies um, and things like that. You have to be careful for that. Um, those things can, you know, jealousy, um, being insecure, being untrustworthy. Um, those are all things that can um, really kill a relationship. We can't be insecure in relationships. And if you are insecure in relationships, that tells you something big time. Uh, and it's more about you than it is the relationship. If this person, um, I was always told that if I feel like I need to go snooping, then my doubts have already my my questions and my doubts have already been answered. If there is something going on, I shouldn't snoop. I should come out and ask because whenever you do snoop, whenever you go looking for stuff, um, if you find something, don't be surprised because you already felt it. You already felt it, and there are times when the other is not. The other is being faithful and whatnot. But those insecurities are within you. Again, this is when you need to check in with you. Um, do you know it deals with insecurities and relationships and partnerships? And um, Chiron is really trying to help this power couple here, this Jupiter. That Jupiter's the joyous God. He just wants to go and have some fun, right? He's expanding. He's joyful. He wants everyone to have a good time. But he doesn't understand that sometimes when we do that, we hurt people. Um, we may not mean to, but we need to make sure that what we are saying to the people, um, agreements and what north and, and, um, and whatnot, I should say, uh, we have to make sure that we are openly communicating our needs to others. 
So, um, you know, this is good to, and also in relationships, this is also really good time to help work through old wounds, old betrayals, um, old heartbreaks, that sort of thing. Um, so, and it helps each one of us uh, work through our own issues. So while Venus is in Pisces as well, um, it's, it's aiding us to, to release our ideals, to release our, um, our, our um, attachment to how we think things should be and to open ourselves up to reality and what things really are. Um, Venus in Pisces, again, she can get us lost in those fairy tales of, you know, the fairy tale love of happily ever after. Um, but, you know, we have to understand that, you know, the honeymoon period is wonderful. It's great. But then, you know, bills come due, the light bill, the, you know, the water bill and so forth. Everything comes due. Um, and, you know, just to make sure that we are not looking through rose-colored glasses at people. You know, people will always tell you how they are in the beginning. You just have to listen. So that is it for the astrology. Um, and just stay tuned for the, um, for the tarot. Also, I want to mention this again, mention this again really quick. On February the 2nd, don't forget the green comet. Um, the green comet, which is called C um, backslash 2022E3. Um, or ZIT, um, th this was, uh, it is 26 million miles away from Earth. So it may be visible to the naked eye, and this will be around the 2nd of February. So um, it's not since the Stone Age that this, that it has visited Earth. So that's been 50,000 years ago, give or take. So this is the Stone Age, right? So don't forget about the Green Comet. Um, and this was known, you know, at the time, the Homo sapiens that believed that um, this is this is when the Homo sapiens are believed to have left Africa and settled in Asia and Europe. So. Um, and looking at this and looking at our past, okay, we're looking at cycles. This is what astrology does. So this is um, this migration. So um, this could be, you know, what does this mean? This could be a time when we, um, when a more and more new archaeological findings are going to, um, going to be happen, um, going to be just the. Um, discovered. This could be uh, bringing in new information, new information from an ancient past. So uh, stay tuned for that. I did talk about that in a couple videos ago. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I hope we can see that. That's the green comment on February the 2nd. Remember, the Earth has not, um, this green comet has not visited the Earth since the Stone Age. So that's over 50,000 50, years ago. So please, you know, be witness that. That's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So you'll want to catch that. So thank you so much and uh, stay tuned to the tarot reading.